Good morning, good evening, wherever you are in the world today. I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ. Good evening, Tony Ritchie. I'm so glad to see you. Um, I am Phyllis, the host, and this is Wow, What a Show. And Wow, What a Show is indeed a reference to God in his magnificence day in and day out. The scripture tells us, Psalm 19, that the heavens declare the glory of God. Declare, speak forth, say to us, demonstrate God's glory. And the firmament shows his handiwork. That is the demonstration of his power. And day unto day utter speech. One more time. The day is not just a dead space or, you know, a view, something on a canvas that you look at and say, oh, how lovely. No, within that day, there is the utterance of all that God has done, speaking back to us and again declaring his glory. And then night unto night shows knowledge. That is what the Bible tells us. If the day indeed utters speech, the night indeed shows knowledge because there in uh, uh, in the upper part, when you look up, you see so much and there is so much to know about what is in the night sky and the rotation of the earth and the sun, how they interact there to have uh, a day with with light and the sun exposed and a night when we are away from that. The study of science only declares even more for me the knowledge of God and his greatness. So here we are. Good evening, Pastor John Thomas. It's so good to be with you. I haven't heard from you, so it's so nice to see you there. Now, before I move forward, Tony, I want to know, I'm so sorry um, that I didn't uh, see your email until this evening, but I wonder if you are going to speak tonight or are we waiting for another time? If so, please send your request to become my co-host. If not, I shall continue. (laughs) And I'm waiting for you, Tony. Well, uh, there there we have it. Very good. Okay. You're with us now. So to all who are here tonight... Tony Ritchie will speak with us one more time. We so enjoy what Tony has to say. When I say enjoy, benefit from what Tony has to say. And we hear the witness of a young man who is indeed following hard after God. And we want to support him in that. And therefore, anytime he asks to be a part of this podcast, I want to indeed allow that to happen. The same is so for anyone who would want to be a part of our podcast. So tonight is for Tony. Now, Tony, I did not yet pray. Uh, I will give that to you if you like, and you can take over right now. Good evening, Tony. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, good evening. Please, I hope you're good. <laughs> I am good. Thank you. We bless God for that. We bless God. Absolutely, we do. And I want to welcome you, Tony. I'm so glad that you're here. And uh, this is a podcast uh, a platform, and you can go ahead with your preparate, your prepared uh, statements tonight if you want to. Amen, amen, and amen. Um, mm-hmm. I salute everyone. Um, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Um, I don't take it lightly. I am grateful that I can come to his presence in a time and a day without any restrictions, without any in- instructions, and without any limitations. Mm-hmm. I thank God that I can walk through his holy of holies, and have intimacy with him. It wasn't like that many centuries ago. But if I have opportunity to even speak in here 
in the midst of these dignitaries and prominence people all over, then God, all that I would say is I thank you for count, counting me among the people that you have chosen. And it is just a blessing and a pleasure. I'm convinced that today was the day that you ordained before we were even created. It was a day that you have ordained before we were even created. And because your words will never return to him void until it's accomplished, it has come to pass in our lives. So, Father, we thank you. We love you. You have been the most faithful person in our lives. You have been our warrior. You have been the fighter. You have been the author and the finisher of our faith. Even in time when we didn't worth it, because of your patience, because of your fatherly love, you came to be a sacrificial lamb so that we can come and dine with you, so that we can have intimacy with you, so that we will be called your sons and your daughters. Mm. That we bless you, we bless you, and we bless you. Amen. Amen. Mommy, um, God bless you for this opportunity. Um, I don't take it lightly. Life here in Africa is something, if you are a young person and you really want to serve God with your rare heart without doing things in the world, you need to kill your flesh. You need to have the spirit of endurance because the temptations will come. The distractions, the hunger. There will be a time that you have to get this, but then it won't come. So you have to control your feelings by by not doing things in the world. And I thank God for having you, these families in my life. Now that I know that my dreams are valid, I didn't know then, but now I know. Me speaking here is a destiny fulfillment for my life because I, I, I'm a hustler. <laughs> I know what some people are going through. The mm. young people, mom, most people are living a certain kind of lifestyle because of what they are going through. So sometimes people can sit back and judge these people. But then if you know how life is pertaining to that, then maybe you will get close to them and you question them, why are you doing this? And then they will give you an explanation and you will know that, wow, then sorry. Because most people are fatherless, most people are motherless, most people mm. were born in a very poor home. So they are just doing all what they are doing just to survive. But I thank God that in the temptation, he, he gave me the heart to seek him more. He gave me the spirit to control myself. He gave me the... He opened my eyes on many things, the dreams, the visions that I had. It, it reminded me that, Tony, I know maybe you're going through here, but just look at the dream that you had a few days ago. You were in the midst of some dignitaries that you know on social media. So, and it has already happened in spirit. So just keep going so that it will come in reality. So whatever you're going through, Tony, just look at the dream that you had. Just look at the prophecies that you have been receiving. Just look at how you imagine yourself. Just look at the kind of words that even your peer are saying to you. So it's just a pleasure and a blessing. And I'm here by grace. Grace is something we just do not deserve. It receives something that there's no way we can ever imagine we will receive. We were not parts in mind. We were sleeping around. We were dining with the devil. We were on the, the same bed with the devil. We were indeed playing with the devil. But then the blood is still speaking on our behalf to the Father. The blood is still pleading on our behalf to the Father, even in time of our sins and inequities. We can go to him and cry unto him. His mercies always speaks on our behalf to the Father. We are not part in mind, but then the blood that speaketh more 
than the blood of Abel is still valid, is still relevant, and is still the premium, is still supersedes everything in our lives. So we are grateful. We were grateful. We would have been dead. We didn't know what the devil orchestrated few minutes ago. But here we are speaking. We have been vindicated by many things. The trap, the temptations that was orchestrated. We were working with fake friends. We were working with fake families. We were working with fake church members. We were dining with people who are enemies. We have eaten food poisonous. But here we are speaking. The blood is still fighting on our behalf to the Father. It's just something that I keep asking myself. Where would I, would I have been if not this man out there? I wasn't part in mind. I wasn't part in mind at all. My story was like that of Mephibosheth. My story was like that of David, Joseph, the Jephthah, and the other people, the Jabez. But now that I know that it was for a purpose, sometimes God, based on how he has positioned you in the kingdom, he wants you to go through some mess so that when you come out, you will be like gold that has been through a fire. And anytime people are trying to let you know that you don't worth it, let them know that you came out of your mother's womb worthy. You came out of your mother's womb worthy. God created you worthy, so you're worth it. Your dreams are valid. You are precious. You have been separated. You have been consecrated. You have been purified. You have been chosen and you have been called to be on stage speaking to people all over the world. You are a key to many doors. Your words will mend the broken heart. You will change people's mind from committing suicide. Anytime your name is mentioned, good things will come in the minds of those people who heard the sound of your name. Your name will be a household name because of where God is about to do in your life. I know sometimes the situation and the circumstances will give you the means and the reason why you are a failure. But the God that we are serving, failure is not in his dictionary. The spirit of impossibilities are not in the dictionary of Christ that we are serving. I know people will try to underrate you. People will try to make you feel like you haven't worked enough to achieve what they have achieved. That is their opinion. But we have a certain woman called Dorcas who died and came back to life when Peter prayed for her because this woman was doing a ministry by helping the poor people, by helping the needy, by helping the disciples. So she died. And Peter came, woman, you're not going anywhere. You have a ministry and you can't just go away. We need you alive mm -hmm. to continue whatever you were doing in the kingdom business. What you were doing is dear to the heart of the heavenly father. So Dorcas, you're not going anywhere. You better come back. Peter prayed and God gave the go ahead. And that dead woman came back to life. We still have the Katrikoman's mom. I see the Katrikoman spirit in you. Mommy, what you doing here? The spirit that moved mightily on Katrikoman. You are an example that that spirit is not dead. It's still using women who have availed themselves to be used. Mm -hmm. We still have the Deborahs in the Bible. We still have the, the Hannahs, the Sarahs. And the providence in the Bible. I know, ma'am, the society sometimes will limit you because you are a woman. Mm. It's the opinion. They can have it. Mary Magdalene was the first person. I wouldn't say the first woman. She was the first person to witness the resurrection of Christ. When men 
were asleep, yawning, snoring with their mouths open. That woman who was in part in mind, that woman who was underrated, that woman who was being bullied was the first person to witness the resurrection of our dear Jesus Christ. They did mightily in the kingdom business. So I just came here tonight to remind myself and all of us that we have a ministry. We are not ordinary. We have been positioned in the kingdom to hold people's hands from the darkness, which is the way, the truth, and the life. God has shown us the way through Christ. We have seen the light. Some people are still in the darkness. They, they still can't find their way. So we thank God that he has given us the power to hold their hands from the darkness. We thank God that he has given us the testimony and the words to mend the broken heart. We thank God that he has blessed us to, to change people's mind from committing suicide, to change people's mind from developing suicidal thoughts. We thank God that even our good morning to some people means a lot. Our how are you to some people change their mind from thinking bad because to them they have no one. But then our just good morning, how are you doing? I hope you're good. Make them feel like they have friends even from afar. I thank God to have such families in my life. I don't need any blood related people. People who are far away from you and have said something good in you are your real family that God has given you. And I thank God that I have this family here in my life. It's just a pleasure and a blessing. So ma'am, um, I just want to tell you and everybody here that I am grateful. You, you are pushing me to a place that to me, it's not possible, but then I thank God that he's dealing with me through you and everybody here. I am learning things here from afar. I am pending down things here. I am jotting things here. I know where I am coming from. I know the dreams, the visions, the imaginations. Sometimes I woke up and laugh because to me, it's not possible. Where did I see myself? Um, Who did I see my dream? Come on. There are gap between me and the person that I saw in the dream, but I thank God that yes, that already happened in spirit. Amen. He will fulfill it in reality. The God who turned the sea into a dry land, the God who made the dry bones live again. It was impossible for the prophet Ezekiel, but then when God came through, the dry bones. They were not normal dead bodies. It was dry bones. Mm. <laughs> when this man up there came through, they came back to life. Someone died for four days, but when he came through, the dead person found his way out of the tomb. That's Lazarus. And the one that came out of Christ's mouth is lose him and let him go. Lose him and let him go. Lose him from depression, lose him from anxiety, lose him from limitations, lose him from trauma, from scandals, lose him from ancestral evil authors, lose him from bloodline curses because he is for me. I am in him and he is in me. And with me, no limitations can conquer. I conquered darkness by my light. I defeated death by my rising. And I am interceding on your behalf by the mm. Holy Spirit. Mm. And this is what we have in the kingdom, ma'am. God yes. bless you. I don't want to talk much. Um, Ooh, we still God. need to hear your voice, ma'am. Oh, <laughs> um, I'm grateful. I know God is up to something no matter what the temptations will come because we need to have stories to share to people for them to know that we were at some places, but then this is how far God mm. has brought us. We we need to have those trauma so that when some people are going through the same thing, God will use our voice to restore them and to heal their wounds. Mm. So, ma'am, God bless you. Mm. I don't want to talk much. I love you and everybody oh, here. Oh my I cherish you. God bless you so much for 
America hearing the sound of Tony Richie's voice is just a pleasure and a blessing, ma'am. God bless you so much. I'm really grateful. And never will I stop praying for you and the whole family. Never will I stop interceding for you and the whole family. Mm. Amen, mom. I love you. Amen. Tony, we love you. I love you too. How committed and how faithful has Tony been for such a long while? Um, I am filled to overflowing because of all the words that you have spoken this evening. They connect so very deeply with me. We have, we have life. God has given us life. And if we are faithful in our thanksgiving, in our gratitude to him, how do we not speak as those who can impart through and by the spirit of God, through Jesus Christ, life to the hurting, the downtrodden, those who have needs. Tony, I cannot tell you what it means to me that you have spoken as you have this evening. And I pray now, and I ask all of you who are in the audience with me in this gathering to pray with me for Tony. Tony is overseas. Uh, He is not in America. And he's had a very different life experience than many of us. And yet he's had a life experience as many who are here, born natively in this country, have also had. And we tend to walk away and shun those who are different, those who are out of a place that is um, that doesn't look so good. You know, it doesn't smell so good. The people are not so good. We relegate that to someone else. We leave that responsibility to others. We walk past it. We give money to it, but we do not ourselves take up the cause and become one-on-one with someone so that they have the love of God right in their faces. Tony, it's amazing that you came this way this evening because my mind is on sharing ways that people can grasp the life that God has given them and live out the power and the beauty of Jesus and the love that God showed us through him. And um, I heard the other day after talking with my grandson about some issues, right, that have occurred in his life. And he has not a bad life at all, but it has been a challenging life. And as soon as we talked, I haven't turned on my radio really in a long time. I'm a radio listener, but I am working it from home. And so I don't get a chance to really listen. But after we talked, I walked in the kitchen and I just was compelled to turn on the radio. And when I did, of course, it's set to a particular station. There was a minister there, a man whose life had been fought with the challenges of not having a father present. And he explained how something inside was always missing, that he really didn't understand what it was until he figured out that he wanted a father. He wanted this dad. So he found it, you know, after he's grown, he said that young men who've been through trauma like that and had missing, they act out of that void that they're feeling in many different ways. One of the ways that they do so is um, by doing what he did and that's trying to, you know, be a great success so that everyone would think of him as a whole person. But he recognized that other people do it differently. He said some commit crimes, you know, they, they, they play out this anger and this pain. Um, and, and they might take drugs or drink too much or, you know, be too promiscuous, just looking for that thing that they don't understand. So he founded the ministry called Fathers in the Field. And he said that the commitment of those people who work with him is over a two-year period where they connect with a child, a young person from, you know, I forget the early age, but they go up to age 17. And they walk with that child as if they are the father. 
I was so moved by that. I just was so really moved by that. And I pray for that man, right? But I pray also, I prayed then and I pray now and I continue to pray that as Christians, we will learn to do that, whether in a structure or not. We will actually not walk past those things that we see that have need of God's love and that we will connect and be um, the ministers of God in this way. So, Tony, uh, bless you for sharing that perspective with us. So many things that Tony said tonight are worth our reconsideration. And if you're there, Tony, you can chime in with me as well. I heard him say that failure is not in God's dictionary. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that he can do anything but fail. That he cannot do. And so when we come on this air every, you know, over these cyber waves, right, I continue to speak Psalm 19, the beginning. But if we go deeper in the Psalm, it says the law of the Lord is perfect. When we grasp his law, because we are kingdom livers, our government is not this government. We are under the government of God. And it just so happens that he tells us to be good citizens, to obey magistrates and do the things as we sojourn in this place. But our government is of God and God is a good king. He is a great God above all gods. He's a great king above every king. There's none other like him. He cannot fail in what he does. He does everything well. So saith the word of God. And so when we come to him and we are reborn of his spirit, get me, help me, Tony, we become the children of a perfect God. He empowers us to become more like Jesus Christ because he was the living example of God's empowerment to love, to be a righteous person, to be one who lived sacrificially, to be one who lays down his life for others, to live out the very gospel that we have received. He cannot fail he cannot fail. And so when we ask him for something, if it doesn't come right away, just wait because he can see what we cannot see. If we ask him for something that um, he delays in providing or never gives you, he gives you something to replace that because he is doing what? Purifying us so that we are not only his children in the earth, but that we will inherit the eternal life always in his presence once this earth has been purified and cleansed. I heard Tony also say that um, Dorcas, <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for reminding us of the work of women in the word even as far back as the establishment of the tabernacle while they were in the wilderness, the Israelites were there, women were at that door. Uh, it, it's written there, you know, and I was so surprised when I read it that the, uh, the support that women have provided throughout the ages, God has never put a woman aside we have a place, there is an order, but we are also Christians. And in Christ, there is neither male nor female. Hallelujah. Now, we want to learn the order. I'm not telling anyone to do anything. I'm simply saying that as a female, you have value because God made us and he made us to do something wonderful. He said that all of us have been given an ordination from the foundations of the earth to do good works. We've been ordained to do that so that we can enter into the, the actual work of the kingdom as he appoints us and he calls us. And Tony has written, women have so much to do in the kingdom business, mummy. <laughs> no limitations, hallelujah, no barriers. If there is in your heart and you are a female, a work that you want to bring 
to to the world, it's going to satisfy and do something there, then by all means, with the uh, collective, we are here to support you. If all we do is pray, I'm behind you 100%. This podcast is in my heart. It is a, a following. It follows a work that God called me to do early on through vision. I actually heard him speak and saw the work that I was to do in the arts, believe it or not. And he opened every door. I never tried to build that ministry uh, in, such, in such a way as it actually began to come to, come to pass. I met a very dear young woman who is going to sit with us also and talk about movement as an as an instrument of, of evangelism and worship because I met her during the season that the Lord had opened the door. And she will tell you, we were really just a, I don't know, a tag along kind of group there. There was nothing, you know, fantastic about us except in the work that we did. And I don't give that um, uh, applaud to myself. I don't applaud myself. But I was told by a very prominent person in ministry that we as a group should take the forefront and teach others because they were astounded at what the Lord had, um, had pulled through us uh, in the artistic uh, arena for the proclamation of this wonderful good news. So I heard that, and as I said, we are behind you. I still also heard Tony say that he's still using women to do a good thing, and then he referenced a couple of them, and you heard it as well. I just wanted to expound on that and to um, to encourage us all to walk with God continually, steadfastly, be unmovable, Listen, I want more than anything else in the work that I presently do to show us how we can be extraordinary. That's what Tony said. We are not ordinary people. We really are not. It is written in the book, I think it's uh, First Peter, that we are a peculiar people. We're different than the world. We are a royal priesthood. We have the regality of God imprinted on us, but that is not as an earthly royalty. We are not, you know, overdressing and, you know, wearing uh, jewelry that costs millions of dollars and all that stuff. We are not being bowed down to by the commoners. We are not are taking rule over people, but we are royal in that there is one majestic king. He is God Almighty, and we have been redeemed by him. He paid the price for us to enter into his uh, royal, royal kingdom, so to speak, to become these uh, uh, peculiar people, this holy and, and, and royal priesthood. And that that bear we need to study that and understand exactly what he's saying to us. You don't walk in pride. You don't walk thinking yourself better better than anyone. In other words, you really are a lowly human being. You take the low road. You are an humble person. You are in submission to God, His will, His way, His direction, His sight, His voice. Guiding. When we open our mouths even to speak, we want it to be by the Spirit, revealing to us what should be said and when it should be spoken. We are the premium creatures among all other creatures. We were created in His likeness and in His image. Hallelujah. You know, that's right, Tony. Tony's written, we can dig and dig and dig and never get to the bottom of all that God has done. We can climb and climb and climb and never reach the heights of all that he is. We are, though, the children of God, him who is mightier, greater, just the best yet of anything this world could ever know of anything any world could ever know, of anything anywhere 
for he is creator of it all. Think about that, guys. He is the creator. He made it. He's spoken into being. By his word, the world is upheld. By the word of his power, so it is written. It is upheld. We are then. We are. I, I don't know how you cannot think that you know we should bow deep before him. And worship flows out of the very witness of our own salvation. And remember last week I said, if you have to sit down when you find yourself kind of, you know, uh, lollygagging around or feeling off balance or, you know, not quite uh, having that direction that you want, not, not sensing what should be, just take a seat and remember who you are and how you came to be this new creature that God called out of darkness into the marvelous light. Uh, Walter Hawkins wrote a song, and that song is, What a Wonderful Thing. What a wonderful thing you have done. Oh, he says, some folks see my weakness, but God, you see my accomplishments. And in, in that he means, you see how far I've come. You know what I'm striving for. You're drawing me ever closer. And it's not by our power that it happens. It is so supernatural that the mind of a man is changed when he is redeemed, when he comes into the knowledge of God, when he actually is called from the blindness. Our lives change. Our minds change. We are different. We are new. And I'm telling you, you don't go backwards, right? Because God has given us in his word every strategy. I call them strategies, but they are really his plan for your perfection, your maturity, your becoming what he has already said you are. I want you to know this before we actually become that 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 the look of that redeemed person, God has reckoned us already to be the righteous of God. We the righteousness of God. We've already been uh, earmarked for that glory, and then He promises to finish the work that He has begun in us. We simply submit and we walk, and the fellowship of God in His Word is the main strategy, but there are little bullet points underneath that that you can take along with you day in and day out. Ask God to help you to remember, and then you will march steadily onward and forward in grasping all that God has given us. Tony, I just cannot tell you enough what it means, the words that you have spoken this evening. And definitely, not only shall we, the few, hear it tonight, but it will be uploaded to the episode list for us to hear again and again, if we so choose, and for others to hear as well. I praise and thank the Lord for Tony Ritchie. Any words you want to speak beyond, Tony? Amen, amen, amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Um, God is good, and he makes, all things beautiful in its own time and um him, we literally don't need nobody's fingerprint to fulfill our purpose. We thank God that we don't need our parents' um signature before he can shine forth his glory upon our lives. Mm -hmm. If it was for a man to decide on whom God was supposed to bless, mm -hmm. I don't think man would have been here today because we some of us were rejected we were not part in mind we would have been the the last person in, in the mind of our family our relatives on things pertaining to greatness pertaining to blessings pertaining to breakthroughs pertaining to an open doors but we thank god that hey he uses the fullest things of the world to confront wise the thing that he has prepared ahead of us the thing that he has installed ahead of us and the thing that no eyes of sin 
they are the thing that no ears have heard. And they are the thing that has never entered any heart of man. Because we love him. We are full of sins, iniquities, mistakes. We are trying to be a better person. But we thank him that even in time of sins, our iniquities still, his mercies, his favor, his new spirit, his excellent personality is still fighting for us, is still interceding on our behalf. So, ma'am, um, mm. God is something that we can't describe. Of course, we know what he can do, but then sometimes some of the miracle will come and then you'll be like, God, I never thought this would happen. I never thought you you would do this for me, despite me knowing what you can do. With this one, I never thought I will find myself in some of these positions. I never thought I would have some of these testimonies. I thought it for some particular group or some particular kind of people, but I never thought I, I will be part of those people. So God, I thank you. I know what you can do. But I position myself in a very low way, not knowing that even your plans and your thoughts for my life is far more higher, it's far more greater than how I even imagine my own self. Mm. Your thoughts for my life is beautiful than my own thoughts for my own self. So, mommy, um, <laughs> yes, God bless you again. <laughs> God bless you. God bless you too, Tony. That again is a mouthful. Uh, God's plans for us are greater than we could ever have planned for ourselves. You know, we we have such a view uh, from uh, the this earthly realm. We cannot see greatness as greatness really is, and that's right, Tony. He has a plan of plans that it just outshines anything we could ever have imagined. I too have that testimony. Bless you, bless you, bless you. We want to pray for Tony. Tony is a student and um, I am particularly interested in being a, a support to his life. And I want you to do, listen, when the Lord does some, some things, it really takes you by storm. There is a woman who comes in our little shop, right? And um, I don't know, we, lots of people come in and sit and talk with us, but this woman came in, uh, she came once, she came back, and when she came back, she passed a check uh, to my friend and partner there in the store. And she said, don't look at it until I leave. And she said, I want you to, uh, each of you to share it equally. So she left. She'd only, this was her second time in there. She bought, not, she did buy something, but she bought it back because it didn't work for her, right? And so she, she left, you know, uh, I think we didn't probably look at the check right away, but we did look at it before the day was over. It was a $100 check, right? And so when she came back, I told her, I said, um, you know, we thanked her for it. And I told her that I was going to share a portion of mine with someone, right? So a couple of, uh, maybe a week, two weeks later, she came in and she asked me, um, who was this person, right? And so believe it or not, I said, Tony Ritchie. <laughs> and uh, she said, you know, I told her about him and she came back uh, a sec, a third time, a fourth time. Now it was the fourth time. And um, she donated to Tony's ministry. He has yet to receive it because I'm trying to amass a certain amount to help to cover his university fees but it's here and it will be going off. Now that is God because this lady, I don't know from Adam. I do now, but at that time I did not. And when I told her of the young man, you know, I didn't even tell her that much. And this is the real truth. I simply said that I was going to share it with uh, my little friend and she comes back. So Tony is at university. I do not ask for money at all. I'm not even asking you to help Tony. I'm just telling you 
what God will do. And that is what Tony has testified of tonight. God is greater than we ever give him credit for being until we understand and experience his greatness. You know, so you just hang with him. You just stay right there. Um, By the way, I don't believe you came to him without knowing that greatness because he treated me like his only preferred baby when I humbled myself deep early 20s and gave him all of me. And it was not a, that was not a prayer. I prayed that my father did not answer. He was just, it was just like, you know, just steady on, steady on. And I always was astounded at the way he moved. He also gave to me in that season the wherewithal to trust him for it. I just believed and uh, it came forth. I am not special. Only by, by the Spirit of God did I enter into that position. But I tell you, if he did it for me, if he did it for me, this person of no repute, me, a blind adult, and I read the Bible since I'm a child, my mother took me to church from birth. I do not remember ever not believing in God, and yet I stumbled, and the Lord caught me, and he bought me, and he showed me the way. So if he does it for me, right, he will definitely do it for anyone who calls out for him. And there it is. So I want just to encourage us with this tonight. We're going to kind of continue in this vein of of really searching out how we grasp him. And I do this because so many sermons I heard, they were great sermons. And, uh, you know, you get stimulated and lifted up and, and you even learn for them from those sermons. But after a while, you have to reach in and really partake of that fruit so that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt. Not words spoken to you, but the life of God working in you. And we do that as we fellowship with him, we get more of him. He becomes alive in us. And as you fall into diverse temptations and sufferings and that sort of thing, you hold fast and he shows you. He demonstrates the greatness of his love towards you. We talk about power, you know, and supernatural, this and all that, but that's love. God is pouring out his love. See, because the power is understood. It's already there. But the love is what you have not yet experienced. You have not touched that in answered prayer or in supernatural um, uh, protection in hard places and times. That's when you know that you know that you know that God really does love you and that he will use all that power to protect, to keep, and to guide. And that's what he's doing with Tony. And I'm so thankful that I know Tony Ritchie. The day will come when we will fellowship up close and personal. I am sure of it. In the meantime, we have, that's right, we have a spiritual bond. We touch in the spirit and God is between us. I was going to, if Tony had not talked tonight, I was going to go into the first chapter of uh, Second Peter, and uh, it is written in there. We we will do it next week or the you know, whenever we get to it. To have brotherly, add to your faith, brotherly kindness, and that's what the body of Christ has. We love each other, and we join hands with each other. We love and treat each other as if we are indeed the born-again people that we are. Once you do that, the fellowship of believers will have a more uh, complete uh, representation of who God is in the earth. 
Tony, I love it. Thank you so much. And thank you for letting me talk so much as well. (laughs) You may now take us out. You recall we are going to be done with our evening. For all of you who have come, we so, I am so grateful. I am so grateful. There are some uh, new names amongst us. Nana Afia, I praise God that you are here. And um, for anyone else who has come, that if I did not greet you, just know at this time that you are uh, definitely welcome to sit with us any Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. All right, Tony, I'm finished. Amen, 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 amen. Um, God bless you so much, Mom. Um, now that I know that, um, God never lie. Um, he never change. Um, every single word that He has said concerning our life shall come to pass. Amen. Um, there may be many struggles. There may be many um denials. There may be many delays, but it can never be unfulfilled it will never return to him empty and we know his words are yes and amen and these words are true it's never lie so um every single word that he has said concerning our lives jeremiah 29 verse 11 are his plans his intentions his thoughts and his will his wishes for our lives i know that thought that i think towards you says the lord there is no limitations over there there is no curse over there. There is no barriers. There is no anxiety. There is no sorrow over there. There is no pains. There is no death. Mm. There is no shame over there. And all these promises and these thoughts shall come to pass because of Numbers 23 verse 11. He is not a man to lie. He is not a son of man to repent. Has he spoken a word and will not make good use of it? No. As he has said it, so he will do it. It was like a dream to the Israel people when they were able to cross the Red Sea. Mm. In their minds, we are dead because there is no way through. There were many voices around the situation. You can't give birth. You can't cross this line. You can't travel. You can't do this work. You can't go to this school. There will be many voices, but we know one particular voice that says yes, and no other voice can say no. We know one particular voice that says you're going to go here, and no other voice can say no, you're going this way. So we are yelling and we're relying to his words and his voice only. Every other voice in our life is just an opinion. They can have it. The critics will come. If you're doing something and you don't see these people in your life. It means you're doing nothing. But immediately you start doing something, they will be notified. So they will come and check if what they were notified about you is true. So they will come. If they truly see you doing something, they will love to criticize. They will love to say words. They will love to call you names. But then they are the naysayers. They don't know their purpose. But then they try to define other people's purpose for them but they they themselves don't even know where they're going. So if you listen to them, then you're losing focus. Just focus on the prophecies, the dreams, the promises of God for our lives, the thing that he has prepared ahead of us and the thing that he has installed ahead of us so that when the time comes for you to be on that stage, you don't need any words for the people to believe that God has brought you here. Mm -hmm. You don't need anybody's worse for the people to know that indeed God has been good to you. You don't need no other's voice for you to know that indeed God is the one who brought you here. So mom, God bless you and everybody here. Um, like I said, never will I stop praying for you and the whole family. I've got you, ma'am. <laughs> I've got you. you. And I know my dreams are valid no matter how long it will take. It can never be denied. It can never be delayed. It can never be wasted. Amen. I will walk through it to the glory of the Lord. Glory. Amen, mom. Amen. I love everybody. And- oh, amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, 
We are the circumcision. We worship you in the spirit. We rejoice, Lord God, for the things that you have given and all that you have done. We are so grateful. We are so grateful. We ask you, Father, together to bless Tony in his way. Provide everything that he needs. And Lord, get him through this uh, this course of study that he may be an even greater blessing to those, Lord, that you have assigned that he should minister to. And for those who are among us tonight who are listening, Lord, may they join uh, in the kingdom work if they are already born again and don't yet realize the assignment. And if they're not, we invite them to come to know you in the pardon of their sins, Lord, in the restoring of sight, Lord, in giving them ears to hear and giving them the assurance and the hope of eternal life. We pray for it and we thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. Glory, glory, glory to you. It is ascribed to you and you alone. We worship you, Father. You are worthy and we thank you so much for calling us into this marvelous light. May you be praised forever and ever. And with that, to all of you whom I have grown to really, really care for, I pray that the Lord will bring us um, together. At some point, those of you who are our regulars, that we will actually see each other. We will meet Tony all across the seven seas, as we say. (laughs) And he will meet us. And for all of you who are in other countries, I thank God for you. Be blessed and in the name of Jesus. Now, when I say be blessed, I mean take the blessing of God and be completely supplied in every way that you need it. The Jewish people say one word, and that is shalom. Jesus Christ translates that to us. He says, my peace, I give you my peace. I leave you my peace, I give you. Not as the world give it, give I unto you. That is what we want. Peace, everything supplied. Everything supplied through and by Jesus Christ. We give you thanks. May God be praised. Have a wonderful week. Uh, Check out Rehoboth Institute of the Arts. This uh, episode will be uploaded there tomorrow if I don't forget, but keep watching because I'll get it there. And I just pray all good things for everyone who is here tonight. Bye-bye. Bye, Mom. Bye. Bye, Tony. Thank you so much, Tony. You are beautiful. Thank you. One million plus. (laughs) I'll talk with you soon. You'll be hearing from me.